You're listening to Freud's Angels, where we talk about where the science of the mind meets the spirit of the heart. Each week, we'll discuss ways to create awareness of yourself and your reaction to the world around you today, as well as healing events of the past. I'll be bringing in both traditional and non-traditional psychology concepts, and I'll be bringing the healing through the lens of our heart and how to heal what we discover creating a powerful connection between what our heart needs and what our mind thinks we want. Now we're your hosts. I'm Amy. And I'm Vanessa. Now let's get into the show. Hello, angels. Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast. We are on episode 46. And we're going to talk about something that people ask us about all the time. (laughs) And what is that thing, Amy? (laughs) What's the next step? (laughs) And, you know, we know it applies to all parts of our lives, whether it's, uh, whether it's work related, career related, whether it's relationship related, whether it's, it just all of it, there's so it's can cover a vast amount of possibilities. And that, that is what makes it so confusing yes. <laughs> because we have to ask this question for everything. <laughs> it's, it's trust me. And there's yeah. no clear answer. <laughs> yeah. The worst, which is the worst answer that people, you know, are not wanting to hear from us. <laughs> right. Sign up. We'll give you clarity as clear as mud. Right. <laughs> no. Of course, we wouldn't leave you guys like that. Of course not. We're no. going to give but you actionable it's kind of complicated, you know, and it really is so personal to each person that I think that's why, you know, it is, it is good for people that individually ask themselves versus, you know, just kind of going on a blueprint of somebody else or, you know, something logical that makes sense. It's so personal. Well, and you know, it's funny because you know, we were talking about when we were talking about what we were going to talk about today. And we talked about this and something that came to mind that I thought it was kind of important to touch on was that, you know, when people start things and they're all gung ho and they're like, I'm going to do it. They don't really, one, they don't really have a clear indication of what it's going to take in order to do what they want to do. Because, you know, well, absolutely. Yes, you can make your dreams happen but you have to be in it for the long haul. It's not going to, it's not very rarely isn't an overnight success. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, is that we see all of these people, we take these courses, we see how other people do it. And while we can get ideas and maybe thoughts about, Oh, maybe I want to do it that way. But in the reality of it, you can't do it how everybody else does it. Yeah. You have to do it in your way. Mm-hmm. And it really, there is a journey of discovery when yeah. it comes to certain things. And, you know, and, and maybe this is just specifically for entrepreneurs or people who are trying to live their dream or create businesses or trying to do the thing that makes them happy, get out of that nine to five and really step forward into freedom. Mm-hmm. I it's, you have to find your rhythm you have to find how you want to make it happen because you can't do it how everyone else did you can't do it the way gary v does it you can't do it the way tony robinson does it do they have spectacular ideas you bet but you have to forge your own path Mm 
That's the scary part. That's the part no one told me about when I started doing this entrepreneurial shit is that I had to figure this out. And I'm like, ah, I didn't sign on for that. I wanted it to be this cookie. You know, I kind of stepped into it thinking it's a cookie cutter thing. This is Uh what you do X, Y, and Z. And then then this happens. It did not happen that way. My friends, it did not happen. So man, is it a more of a bumpy road when you try to make it that way? I realized it's so it was so much smoother when I blazed my own path and I was like this is so freaking backwards but it's the truth because well (laughs) and we get we get into this thought process that we need yes we need knowledge sure knowledge is important especially when it comes to legalities of business but the other hand is I think we get to the space where we take everybody's advice as 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 that that's what we're supposed to follow and we stop listening to the part of us that made us feel the passion in the first place, which is our heart. Mm-hmm. You know, we, yeah. our heart put us where we're at. Our heart said, Hey, this is, you know, we love to do this. What do you think? Create your own business. What do you think? You know, and then we get into it and we think, Oh, I don't know anything. So I'm going to stop listening to my heart and I'm going to start listening to other people, which yeah. is mistake numero uno 100 <laughs> because i've been there done that a hundred times you know i still haven't learned but there it is <laughs> <laughs> i think you have i'm gonna go out on a limb just just because the, i i hear the language has changed yes. and so i feel like that but it is true i mean i think i think it you know there's two things that are about it a, a fear right like fear is our driving force for everything that is in in action we don't take actions because of fear but also we really want things to be easy <laughs> like it's obviously better when things yeah. are easy and so True we think story. of it like in the woods if somebody has already made a path that is easy we just walk the path yeah. right whereas you know having to chop that that shit with a machete myself is going to be really really hard and i'm not going to care uh, like about it as long as you know i just i just want to get from point a to point b in the easiest way possible but when it comes to our life decisions yeah it's a lot harder when we try to follow somebody else's path because they are not in our heart and it also takes away our personal responsibility and pride when we decide that we're going to do somebody else's um like uh you know, somebody else's formula, because now we haven't learned how to create a formula. We've learned how to follow a formula. And that's, you know, that really takes away the, the ability to scale that takes away the ability to, uh, you know, feel like we're in our own power. Right. Right. And, you know, because we're all entrepreneurs, sorry, everybody, my cat is becoming a terrorist on my desk. She is trying to end this podcast any way she can. Um, well, we're, I mean, for those that are listening, we're, we're, we're double recording. So she's probably like, you know what? You already did this. <laughs> You're done today. Her, her path is destruction. <laughs> Let's knock everything off. Mom, here I come. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Anyways, tangential. What was I going to (laughs) say? You know, I think 
each of us have unique things that we're creating. Okay, sure. You know, you're a therapist. There's many, there's many self, you know, entrepreneurial therapy uh, or counselors. Um, I'm an energy worker. There's lots of us, but each of us, while there may be lots of us, there's every one of us come with a different flavor and you can't market something the same. You can't market therapy the same. You can't market energy healers the same because what that person brings versus what I bring is completely different things. And so you can't, you can take ideas and concepts like a lot of these marketing, um, um, marketing classes. I, you know, I took things and I kind of took this and took that from them because the rest of it didn't apply. You know, I wasn't going to start a Facebook group. I didn't have a product to launch. I am just an energy worker. I do have classes that I teach, but I, I don't necessarily have that big encompassing course right now that everybody needs to take and that I want to share with the world. That's not where I'm at. So it's like they, they're mute. These, um, these things are just, you know, they're not, they're, they don't apply to me. So sorry. <laughs> I keep a straight face, but I'm like, my God, that was a noise. <laughs> Did you hear that? I heard that. <laughs> That's my cat people. Sorry. <laughs> it's real life. Okay. This is, this is my life day to day, every day. Yes. You can tell we are not in a recording studio. We are in our homes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, you know, I just, I think that, you know, I, I think we have to really understand is that you can't take what everybody else is learning as the only way to do it. You, you truly have to step back into that heart and to find out what is your next step, not what is the logical next step. What is your next step? So (laughs) taking that logical out really changes the scope of the decision-making. And I think people are uncomfortable with that because we, we think of logic as right and not, and not remembering that all trailblazers went on belief they didn't have logic to back them up they created the logic by being successful with their belief and now we call it logic (laughs) because it worked for someone (laughs) and I think that that's you know really important and you know I think I think most of the time you know um people are asking us questions specifically because of what we've done in our lives you know and I think uh specifically our business, right? Like being able to kind of branch out on our own and and do our own things. Um, Yeah. I mean, it looks attractive on the outside a hundred percent. I mean, I've had people ask me questions and then I've had people back down when I've been honest about like, well, yeah, I mean, there is a lot of like personal journey that had to go on for me to do this the right way. You know, this is years in the making. This isn't something that just popped up in six months. Like this took years for me to work through of what this needed to look like and why could it have been shortened perhaps I don't know but that you know all I can do is is explain you know how it happened for me and I think you know it only happened when I got connected with the idea of manifestation versus you know that surface level 
here's what you have to do to make money thing, right? Like, so I, speaking of, you know, in an entrepreneurial sense, I knew I wanted freedom. I knew that I wanted to be able to work less and not sacrifice financially. I knew I wanted to spend time with my daughter. I knew I wanted to have the ability to just take off for her in the future, right? Like even, you know, she's a baby and I'm thinking I need to have a job that when she has a soccer game, a hockey game or whatever she, the recital, whatever she decides she wants to do, I don't need to be asking permission to have that time off. Right. Because in my field, I know how difficult that is. Yeah. Because people need you, man. Like there's some people are relying on you for survival, depending on where you're working. Um, so I said to myself, I had to get real clear on that. Well, that's what you're looking for. This isn't just about a job. Getting freedom. This is about your intentional life. You have to make it look that way. And so you're going to kind of stumble through. And that's what I did. I had to stumble through of what financially that looked like. How did I have to structure it financially? I had to experience mistakes <laughs> of taking contracts that were not good because I just thought I needed money and kind of falling into that trap. I had to, you know, decide if I wanted to work in a certain arena or not, you know, and really get honest with myself about what I was willing to do in order to have this, uh, have this, this career path that that I'm putting in, you know, for myself. And some days it still is that way. Some days I still am asking myself, what's the next step? What's the, what's the right step, but I have to, I turn it inward now versus looking at, Oh, Hey, how, how did Tony Robbins do it? How did Wayne Dyer do it? I love listening to the wacky things that Wayne Dyer did, like buying all his own books, traveling around the country, buying his own books so that he could get on the bestseller. I mean, that dude was, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like I am not writing a book and then driving around and buying them, not doing it. His way is not going to be my way. I have to think of why, you know, he, he had to do his thing because that was what was for him, what felt good. He wanted to be on that journey. He wanted to do those things. That's what he did because it was good for him. It's not going to be good for me. What's good for me? What do I want? And that's just in the entrepreneurial sense. We blow this thing up <laughs> to relationships, to having kids, to buying houses. I mean, the the base is still the same, but gosh, it can get even more confusing, right? Some people really know, I don't want to be a business owner. Yep. Cut and dried. I want to work for somebody and we're done. That's my next step is go find a job <laughs> where I work with somebody, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and you know and when you're when we're talking about taking that next step and if it's a big leap of faith meaning like for example like if you're starting something new you're starting a new relationship you're starting a new job you're starting a new business whatever that is ask yourself where am I at am I able to do that and still feel like I'm, I'm, I'm whole, like, are you going to suffer mentally, emotionally, physically, because you've decided to take on a new project? That's another big query that I think is important to question is how is this going to affect me? 
-hmm. when you're realistic about what it entails, like business is 85% administration and 15% of doing actually what you love, because, you know, between setting it up, the LLC, setting up your bank accounts, getting all the legal stuff in place, Mm -hmm. you know, all of that, plus, you know, needing to do taxes and things like that, that type of stuff, you know, in the beginning is pretty much the major part of what you're doing, building websites, doing marketing. It's like, oh my gosh. And, and when you get down to doing the actual work, there is a time where that begins to be more than the time you spend in the admin stuff. But in the beginning, you really have to hold tight to that passion because you're not really working in the passion very much, but you're working in setting up the foundation of your business, which takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So, but is your mental health going to suffer? Is your emotional well-being going to suffer? Because you're going to go so all in that you're not going to take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not going to take time for the re- breathing, like taking a walk, you know, going to the gym, if that's how you deal with stress, you know, you're going to sacrifice all of the, the foundational stuff you put in place to take care of yourself for the sake of what's coming next. If the answer is you don't know how it's going to affect you or that it's not going to affect you very well, I encourage you to slow your roll a little bit and to really create a plan that will make you successful. Don't set yourself up to fail. I've done that so many times where I've not realized the impact of my well-being on decisions I've made. I just make them and I just go for it. And I don't even pause to think how it's going to affect me. And that that ultimately led to the disruption or the um, ending of the situation because of the fact that I did not, I didn't query myself in that way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, because we, you know, I think there's something to be said for in every aspect of life that that shiny red ball effect, (laughs) right? Like we're pretty excited about things at first, a lot of things, you know, that's the wonderment of life. Like that's, that's what, experiencing life is like is getting excited about new things that come across and and we're going to like a lot of things if we are truly open to experiences we're going to love a lot of stuff that we're going to enjoy a lot of stuff it's not all going to be long term (laughs) Uh, some of it will just you know fizzle out and will have been a past experience that we look on fondly you know and some of that is, you know, even looking back on my career, some of it was like, oh, that was fun for that time. And and I'm done. (laughs) Thank God I am not holding on to the belief that because I started it, I have to, you know, do it forever, because holy crap. Um, But, (laughs) you know, that, that inward looking, right, of why, Right. Like, and I think that that's important for everything. You know, I've, I've, I've done the same thing so many times where I, because I have so many interests <laughs> and things I really do love to do. I am like a craftaholic. My, I have this whole closet in my office full. I mean, it's chock full of like my activity stuff. And that's not, it's not even all contained in there. It's everywhere, but like this closet is full and it's things that I maybe pick up once a year. But when I first started it, it was like gung ho, holy crap, because it was new, you know, and it doesn't mean that I don't love it still. It just means that it doesn't have a place in my everyday life and it's okay. And I have to learn to let that go and and look inward and say, well, what, what did I like about that? I liked that it was new. I liked that it made me feel good that I could learn something new, 
right? right? I like right. learning, but once I've learned it, it's not exciting anymore. <laughs> I need to go to learn something else, <laughs> you know? And that sometimes I think happens to people when they're, you know, um, especially when you're starting a business, right? I think a lot of people will start it based on an interest that they like and, or a hobby that they possibly do well. And one of two things happens, either it becomes less fun because now it is work and we've now ruined our hobby, or we realize after we've done quite a bit of work that the, the feeling attached to it was what we were chasing and not necessarily the action of doing that thing, you know, and that there's another level that perhaps is the more uh, long-term and we just have to really examine that, you know, self-awareness. We say it every week. I'm going to say, we, we're going to say it every week. Gosh, you're going to be self-aware. That you should have, have been our tagline instead. <laughs> right? <laughs> self-awareness. Self-awareness. And it depends because everything depends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, friends. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, and there's other places in our lives where this applies but again that basis of self-awareness is 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 key you know and to bring it into another uh, another thing I you know I I think I kind of expose a lot of people's issues (laughs) because I bring what comes to my office obviously without identifying information but I bring it out here on the podcast and I have a lot of people come to me who are parents and they become parents and decide that they don't know why they became parents and it becomes a huge moral dilemma because they didn't do that introspective work of why do I want to do this? You know, that, that what's the next step? When is the right time to have kids? Well, when you really think of the intention behind it, why are you doing it? Is it pressure from the outside? Is it, you know, you think this is, this is what you're supposed to do with your life that you have no meaning without that, whatever, like, why are you doing this? Because you can save yourself a whole hell of a lot of heartache doing that introspective. And I think, you know, um, it's just the, the basic of when's the next, when's, when is the time to make the leap is why, why do you want to take the leap? <laughs> What's driving the leap? Are you being pushed off the cliff or are you doing it on, on with your, under your own volition? And yeah. I think that is definitely important because society, our families, our friends, what we see, we pressure ourselves into doing something because just because our friends are doing it, you know, because Uh all my friends have children and are married and I'm single and I have no children. I have only a cat. And it's like, (laughs) you know, so it's like, how, what, what's the motivation? And I think that that's very key. I agree with us a hundred percent because that's going to tell you, if that next step is the right step, or I don't want to say the right step, but the step that's for your highest good. And because sometimes it's not, sometimes it's not. I mean, I've, I've done things that are not for my highest good and they didn't end well. Um, But, you know, having that query and just really kind of asking yourself and connecting with yourself and, you know, and, and, that's, that's where you really learn where the, what the next step is, is you sit with yourself and you go into your heart mm-hmm. and it's very easy to go into your heart and you just kind of go there and you ask and you, you know, ask spirit, ask your heart to give you, what is our next plan of action? Where do we go from here? 
what do I want to create this business? Do I want to have children? Do I want this relationship? Why do I want, you know, is this relationship for my highest good? Is this job for my highest good? Um, you know, you'll get indications along the way. And I really think that, you know, the more we query that before we just jump, the better, the better equipped we are to know like where this path is headed. What, 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 you know, yes, it is for my high school to take the leap. Okay, good. We're going in this direction. It gives you a sense of, I'm okay to do this. Not a sense of, I don't know if I can handle this, but I'm going anyways. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, and when we talk about manifestation, we talk about it as the universe supporting what we, what we're chasing. Right. And so if we're not doing that introspective work, we're just essentially going to get more of what we don't want (laughs) because we're not doing it with the intention that is for our our highest good. We are going to be supported in it. So if we're making a decision, you know, like some of these people that are, you know, saying, wow, you know, being a mother is hard and I didn't know it and I'm not really connected to it. And, you know, we go in and do that work on it. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, your body can create a human. So that's what happened. You know, like you sent that out into the universe that that's what you wanted and you were supported in it. It's not up to the universe to not give it to you because it's not what's good for you. Right. Like it, it, the universe is supporting what you've decided you want to do. And that, you know, we take that responsibility for, I didn't do the introspective work then. So now I have to do some introspective work now to, to figure out what my next step is going to be. What, what my heart is telling me is, how I'm going to handle the rest of this that I've, that I've now created for myself. Um, And it's, it's not an easy thing sometimes, you know, sometimes we are admitting that we made mistakes, that we, that we made missteps, that we weren't walking with intention and we were walking with fear or we were walking out of other people's expectations. And it kind of sucks, but it's freeing. It's freeing to be able to say that it's freeing to be able to acknowledge um, that that phenomenon has existed so that we can change the narrative going forward, you know, and really be making leaps that make sense to us in our hearts and our souls. And also allowing that if they don't work out, that there's a reason for it and that there is, that it still is a stepping stone, that it still belongs there. It's not that we have misstepped. It's just that we haven't arrived at the the final branch of that that we are chasing absolutely absolutely and you know when we when we query there was something i'm I'm trying to retract because i i had a thought (laughs) i had a point and then i was listening to vanessa like oh yeah (laughs) get that notepad yeah i know i need to realize my brain power i can't hold on to it so i have to you're so involved in the conversation it just goes away yeah i listen and i'm like okay write it down because you're in it like you're listening yes (laughs) so it's gonna go so something to remember friends is that spirit god the universe is neutral we tend to people tend to paint it as all loving all it does it is all loving but it we we associate loving with you're going to give me everything i want Mm -hmm. 
And that's true. But when you're looking, you're not clear in what you want. It's not going to give you what you need, so to speak. You may think you want X, Y, and Z, but you needed ABC, but it says, oh, well, they want this. So I'm going to give them what they want. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's reflected in what your mannerisms, what you think you want. It's all there. So you really, really, really have to be careful. The more that we can become clear about what it is we want to manifest or what it is we want in our lives or what that next step is or what's driving that next step, the more we can become clear of that, the closer we can get to getting what we want, what we need for our highest good. Because want is built from the idea of lack. You know, I don't have it, therefore I want it. Mm -hmm. And you know, when, when we need something, it comes from a space of, I see how this will fit into my life and benefit me. So therefore I need it. Right. And, or and I have it and I want more and there's right? a, like I have it. I'd like to increase this. Exactly. <laughs> and there's, so, so there's a different energy that brings that in. So it's mm-hmm. really important to be clear about it. And if you don't know what it is you want or what is for your highest good, that's the perfect time to go into the heart talk to your guides, talk to your angels, talk to someone or, or go get a a healing session or go to therapy, find, Mm -hmm. figure it out. What is for my highest good at this moment? And, or just query the universe or spirit saying, I need to know what's for my highest good. And that's what I seek. So that's why whenever we're talking or whenever we're working with others, we always like our opening, you know, kind of meditative prayer is, you know, please, you know, work through our hearts, work through our voice, work through what we're offering them. Please make sure it's for everyone's highest good involved so that we're not working with a lower vibrational energy and not working with maybe what's in our mind and egos, but what's in our heart and, and to bring what's for their greater good. And that's always, I I repeat that, you know, whatever's for my highest good all the time, because I want the universe and spirit to know, Hey, I may not know what that is right now, but you do. So if, even if this is what I'm asking for, I always say, or what's for my highest good. And it'll bring it, it'll bring it. It may not bring it right away. It may not be obvious. It may not be what I wanted, but it'll bring it. And Mm -hmm. I have to trust that that's what it is for this moment. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, it is important to know that sometimes it's not going to look positive right away (laughs) because (laughs) that's, that's difficult, man. Like I, I, you know, there have been times in my life where I, I was less in tune to how, how I was manifesting. I mean, I feel like I have always had the ability and I have always kind of subconsciously manifested some pretty fabulous stuff. Um, that was, you know, sometimes oddly out of lack, but because of that, because of being so in tune with my feelings that it was, you know, I was pretty good at calling out to the universe about feeling what feeling I was looking for versus the material, you know, what it looks like thing. So I've been able to do that. But once I got clear on, wait a minute, (laughs) these things are not happening simply out of the blue, you know, like I am calling these things in. I am creating this magnet in both a positive way and 
you know, some of those missteps. I'm, I'm calling all of these things in, but I call in a heck of a lot more good ones that, that feel good because of what I feel like now versus the hope of I'm going to feel something differently. So I'm able to see those bumps along the way as good in addition. You know, I mean, I think that when I was younger, I used to see that as kind of odd, right? Like you just look at people and be like, yeah, life's a freaking, you know, merry-go-round. Like, you know, you're kind of thinking this weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm the weirdo, I'm like, dang, they were living so good. <laughs> <laughs> because you literally just kind of go with your flow and be in touch with who you are and allow that to be like, hey, I don't know everything. I don't know what's the best. Some of it is going to be based on trauma and I'm just trying to undo the trauma. So I'm thinking that this is for my best or some of it is out of desperation. And so I'm thinking that's for my best and it's not because I don't, you know, I'm not in the right headspace or heart space. I'm wounded. And so therefore I'm calling out for things that are, are to soothe the wound, not necessarily, you know, to be building on, you know, there's so much to it. That again, that introspective work really matters. And that dreaming that I have people do when they come in the office, you know, like, hey, well, what would you do if you, if you, if money wasn't anything? I usually get the scoff of like, well, money is everything. I'm like, okay, but we're in session and we're in pretend land. So (laughs) follow, okay, (laughs) do what I ask. And, you know, most of the time we find a way to create that. But we have to remove those blocks. We have to remove those faulty beliefs that are standing in the way. And we find that it can morph beautifully. Sometimes that first thought isn't the, the real thing that they're calling in or looking for. But you can't get there if you don't start the work. You can't get what you want if you don't know what you want man I can't say it enough like if you don't really know what you want you're gonna get a whole lot of stuff you don't (laughs) well and the more that we also the wants that we have the more that comes from wounding the more wounding we're gonna it's gonna show up it's it's just that magnet it's just that magnet and you know the more that we kind of unpack our motivations the more we can clearly see, oh, you know, yeah, I know, I guess I really don't need that. I mean, it's, you know, when I, it's like, you know, getting what is for our highest good. So an example of it is I moved here. I moved here without a home and we were trying to get the place next door to my friends and we did. It's too small. I had to get rid of a lot of furniture, a lot of stuff. And so it was kind of like, it caused a lot of disruption. And I could say, well, how is this for my highest good? And kind of be like, and be very negative about it. But I knew, even though, even through the depression, even through the angst, I knew spirit was saying, you have to land before you can figure out your next direction. Like there was so much work and so much, little t trauma come and getting here that I could not have an open mind of where I wanted to live. I needed to land somewhere so that I could regroup to get on. And sure enough, when I did, when I did regroup, 
the place I wanted and needed and was working so hard for showed up and it was like, here I am. And I'm like, hmm. So in hindsight, this apartment was for my greater good. It, it, so it was like, you know, even though we may, it may not be what we want, there is a certain level of, okay, you know, this is what you've asked for. And so in order to do that, we need to do this, this, and this, you know, and it's like, you know, like the job that I have. I mean, I, I've applied to a lot of fucking jobs. I've never had this hard of a time really finding a job that fits me, but it's not that I'm finding a hard time finding a job that doesn't fit me. It's I finally figured out what I'm worth and I finally figured out what I do and don't want. Right. So like I've have, I have, I have thresholds that this next job had to meet because I all of a sudden decided I knew what I was worth. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, my last employment helped me see that and it helped me stand up for that and say, no, I'm worth this. I can measure it now. I can see how much I'm worth. And stepping into this new job, you weren't paying me this? Okay, I'm sorry, I can't work for you. Because not only financially, but just the fact that I'm worth so much more. I come with so much experience and knowledge. I need somebody who's willing to pay for it. Yeah, 100%. Because of the life that you're wanting to create. You know, I think money matters is a, th- is a thing. I mean, we've talked about it many times on this podcast about how money is good, but our attitude about money is where we falter sometimes right. and that it's okay to want money. It's okay to want a lot of money that we have to clear that block if we want it though. <laughs> like, we have to allow Your ourselves story. to do things like that. Like say, I am worth what I'm trying to be, what I'm trying to have, what I want means that I need this much money. I deserve that. It's for my, I'm going to create so much more things this way. Yeah. This is my baseline. I, this is as low as I'm willing to go. I'm willing to accept so much more if that's what comes through. (laughs) Always it and more. That and more. Yeah. But, but that clarity, you know, of the feeling, you know, is, is really how that happened. You know, like you weren't being, superficial about your needs you are being intentional about your feeling of the space your the 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 what the intentions for each even room in that space what it was going to be for and allowing for that to come through because it was a feeling it wasn't like oh i just want this nice place because it's nice or blank blank and then not accepting not being able to accept that middle, which is where you're at right now, you know, because you weren't, you wanted to be safe. You wanted to land. You wanted to, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to describe when you're not in it, but when you're in it, you like, no, (laughs) that's, you know, you practice it a few times and then you really can get, you can push yourself right into that headspace of stopping and saying, okay, I've decided I want to leave, right? I've decided I want to leave such and such area. Okay. Why? What am I looking for? What's the change? What, what, what is it that my heart is calling for that can't be found here? Because I need to connect to that in order to get to that. Right. And not, and not necessarily that I'm running. I'm just seeking. 
Exactly. I'm seeking that next level of healing. I'm seeking that next level of whatever it is you're seeking. And knowing that and knowing what your driving factor is, is important because I, it's a, it's, it's, it's a commitment to a well-being. When when you know that, when you know what your driving factors are, what your motivations are, when you're, you know, when you're very clear, I mean, I knew I was very clear that, that I was here to do, sorry, to heal my body. (coughs) Sorry. And I knew that I was, I was sent here to um, further that journey because I had more access to the ability to do mm-hmm. it here than I yeah. did there. Mm-hmm. Food Absolutely. here is cheaper. Like, or even I'm eating better, but I'm eating like takeout. I'm eating better though than I have ever eaten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like kind of crazy when you think about it, like the, 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 <laughs> the zone you can get yourself into and the, the beauty that, that comes from that belief and that, that connection, that intentional connection. Um, and, and so, you know, what does that look like for the people that are listening? They're like, yeah, yeah. Good for you guys. You're magic. We know it. Right. <laughs> Cause they hear us week after week showing that, that we're doing it. We were once those people that trapped ourselves in lives that were not for our highest goods, trapped ourselves, literally allowed ourselves to be in cages. Um, so you're hearing us now preaching what, the other side looks like and this is why we're preaching it is because we want you here (laughs) we still have access to what it felt like to live that life to not know what the next step was to be seeking answers to be asking questions to be going on you know somebody's facebook live and saying please help me help myself you know, like we have been there before. So it's not that, you know, we just came into this life the way that we are right now. We've been in that, that, that position of, you know, I know I'm asking this question because I know right now is not what I want. Right. Like that's the only thing I'm clear on is that I need to change. And how do I know when to make the next change? And we're telling you, literally, you've got to go introspective. You've got to say, you know, if you're looking for a job change, why? What is it that I'm looking for? If it's money, what's that money going to bring for me? What am I really looking for? Because it's not just money. Is it safety? Is it security? Is it independence from another human being? You feel dependent. What is it? Because those are the keys and they will come out in many different ways. You know, I didn't want to be dependent on anybody anymore. And what that looked like was not more money. I thought it was going to look like more money. It looked, it looked like a different living in a different place that was more affordable, (laughs) right? Like didn't see that coming, thought it was going to be, you know, riches. It's that, but I have that openness of saying, okay, I don't know. I don't know everything. I just know what I, what's not working for me and what I'm hoping for, the feelings that I'm hoping for, bring it in universe. I'm watching, I'm looking, I'm seeing, I will step on what, what comes in front of me. I will do it. I will walk with faith and allow everything to be part of that journey to that independence and that security and that safety, because that's, those are the things that I'm seeking and I have them now. So then it's, 
hey, all right, cool. I did that. What's the next step? Do I want it to stay here? Do I want something else? You know, what, what do I want to build on? And when we say that want and lack thing, we have to be very careful, right? Of, well, why do we lack it? And why do we feel we lack it? Is there, is there fear? Is there, um, you know, desperation, right? Because I'm calling in fear and desperation if I do it from that. If I do it from love, if I do it from excitement, if I do it from that, I'm going to, I'm calling in that and, you know, just kind of staying in that awareness. So when you're looking to leave a job again, you know, what is it? Maybe you're not feeling valued, right? So we're saying, I want to feel valued. I want to feel like I'm appreciated in, in my work. I want to feel like my personal life is important to my employer so that they'll allow me to have it, you know, call all of those things in. Don't just stay on that surface because you'll find, you'll find another job, right? If you decide I don't like this job, you'll find another job. There's plenty of them out there, but you'll find yourself the same exact job in a different company. If you're not clear on why you're trying to leave there and what you're really trying to call in. Yep. If you don't fix the initial motivation, then you can't call in something different. Absolutely. And even if your 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 motivation is money, maybe it's I need to make more money because I need to provide for my family. But question yourself, do I feel I'm worth more money? Truly, inherently, in deep yes. inside. You know, do do you feel worthy of that or are you just seeking that because you think it's the answer? Uh, because if you don't, you're not going to find it. It wasn't until I really understood my worth in that, in the, in the job world that I was able to manifest the type of money that I, that I desired to make. And <clears throat> that's why I had such a hard time in the beginning, being an entrepreneur, struggling, charging people for clients, because I didn't have, I'm very like left brain logic. I need to see it. I need to see the worth. I need to see the worth of it. Um, and it's very hard sometimes for me to, to, um, to have a certain price point when it comes to my healing work, because I can tell you, because I can see it in others and see the change and see the healing, but it's, it's, I can't quantify that. And it was very hard for me to do that, but I know it's worth what I charge and I charge really on the low end of most people, but I'm okay with that because I want people to access it. Right. And that's, I, I want people to access the healing. So I'm going to charge on the low end of the scale because of the fact that it's more important for me to help people and to give them access to it than it is for me to, to charge really what I'm worth. And, and that's, that's okay. I'm okay with that in that aspect, because, you know, I it's accessibility and, yeah. you know, in, in, in that too, is that, you know, I know I'm realistic. They always say charge for what you worth or, or you're never, you know, people will come, but I also want the people that don't have the elitist type of income to be able to access it. I want the person who has three kids and a family and who can pay a hundred bucks, but they can't pay the $300, you know, for a session, you know, I want them to be able to say, I can do it and access it and to find healing and to find their own awareness and growth and whatever. Peas in a pod pod, because I'm the same way. And it's like, again, I feel like because of that being my truth, 
of, of what I was seeking right now, again, it brought me to a place where I can not worry about money and still do that. Yep. You know, and that it's okay. You know, like I don't, I'm not, I'm not struggling. If I start struggling, then I have to know, you know, and call in again, like, okay, well, financially, these are the things that I'm looking for. And this is why I'm struggling, you know, like I've decided I need, you know, I, I like more things, you know, or I enjoy doing these things, this feeling that I get from doing these things that cost more money. So yeah. here you go, universe. I don't know how you're going to give it, give me more, but give me more, you know? Um, but yeah, that, that, that entrepreneur thing <laughs> and charging was a big deal for me too. It still is, yeah. you know, I still, because it's difficult when you're, when I stepped into the, the, the world of it only being on me, which is, this is the very first time that I haven't had a contract of some sort or somebody feeding me something. It's all me. It's very scary. That means if I have a week where four people don't show up, that is a major hit to my budget, you know, but I keep saying, I want that to not be it. I don't, you know, like I, I don't really like that. So let's, let's bump it up or do whatever, you know, like I just kind of throw it out there, do whatever you got to do to make that not a big deal. That's all (laughs) I'm here for it. I will step in any direction, you know, just, just, you know, know that that's what I'm looking for. I still want to be accessible to the people that I feel in my heart I'm connected to. There Mm -hmm. are people that maybe can afford more money that I don't connect with them the same way. And so they'll go to somebody else because they should, you know, they should go to somebody else that they can connect with on a different level. I still am connected to a certain type of person and I want to be accessible to them as well. Yes. Um, and, you know, again, like when we go right back to those, the, the formulas that we were given our cookie cutter formulas, we were told not to do that. Right. Yeah. We were told oh. to go shoot for the sky because if they really care, if they really care about themselves, they'll pay it. And it's yep. like, dude, but I remember what it was like to not have the money. Yep. And but it being... wasn't about that. Like I couldn't not pay my car insurance because I wanted a therapy session. That's stupid. Like yeah. it's not, like, that's just not practical. And why should, <laughs> and, and in a sense, why should there be that such a choice? It's like, we, right. we shouldn't have to choose between our mental, our wellness and, and paying our bills. It's, it's just, I mean, it is that reality for some, and I accept that, but for me, I'm like, Hmm, I, I, I'm not, I'm not signed on to that ideal. And, and okay. So that's not going to make me a million dollars and it's not going to make me rich quick. I never was in this to get rich quick. I was getting this to help others. And that's kind of why we're here. And, you know, we're going to be those people that are on the out outliers and that's fine. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, and so you're thinking, okay, you've given us all this information. We've gone down the rabbit holes. We've shared some of our own stories. You know, you're like, well, what can I do next? Well, I want to remind you guys that tonight, which is the 28th, that we are having our live first live Q and a zoom call. And it's, you still have time to sign up. There's still room to come in. Um, it is at 6 p.m. Pacific time, which is uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time, I believe. And <clears throat> so it'll be tonight. I will put the link to register in the description of the podcast or go to our Freud's Angel page on Facebook. 
there's going to be a link. We're going to pin it to the top so that you guys can register, click on it. It's just a link to register for Zoom. Um, we are thankful for all of you that are coming and we hope to see you guys there. And we really encourage you. If you don't know what the next step is, you need some insight. You need a little bit of like, you know, therapeutic type of processing. Maybe you need some insight from the angels and maybe you need something you're not seeing. Just come join us. And if not, and if you just want to come join us, come join us. We'll answer your questions. We're there. We're, yeah. we're there. And this time though, we're talking about relationships. So bring your questions, bring your hearts, bring up an adult beverage or a cup of tea. Don't bring coffee because it's really late at night. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never sleep. Um, but we're here for you. We really yeah. are. Yeah. And even in, you know, like in, in terms of a one-on-one, you know, like, I think that that's important for, for the listeners that are, that are, um, you know, maybe sitting here thinking, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to really do that work to find that next step, because I know a next step is necessary, but I am feeling like I need a little bit of assistance with that thing you're talking about, that introspection (laughs) thing. (laughs) Not really sure how to do it. Reach out, you know, reach out. You maybe, you know, you need a a session or two with me to just kind of talk it out. Or maybe you need a session with Amy to just kind of um, energy clear. So out some of the, you know, the roughage so that (laughs) the sun can come shining through and, and really light you up so that you are, you know, really seeing that path in front of you because you're lighting it yourself. Absolutely. So we hope you've gained insight and we've hope we've given you some things to think about when you're deciding to what that next step is, but you know, we're always here to help should you need us and take care. And we love you and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Love y'all. Thank you for joining us on Freud's Angels. We are thankful for each of you opening up your heart to us. To continue the healing, connect with us on Instagram at Freud's underscore angels and on Facebook at Freud's Angels. Please subscribe to the show so that we may help you continue your journey. And remember to give us some love in the review section. If anything we've talked about today has triggered an emotional or mental crisis, please call 911 or head to the nearest emergency center. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light. <laughs>